says in the book of John, that verse 17, chapter 17 rather, verse 3, and this is life eternal. He defines it. This is life eternal. Tell somebody, this is eternal life. That they may know thee, the only true God. This is eternal life, to know God. This is eternal life. To know God, my God, I feel it in my spirit. This is eternal life. To know God, Jesus, whom thou hast sent. And Jesus is letting them know, if you don't know me, you don't have eternal life. You ain't going nowhere. And it's not enough just to talk about me. You better make sure you know who I am. So, if I can continue the discussion, can I take my time? Jesus defined eternal life as being a relationship with him. That was his definition of eternal life. I know he said, I'm going away to prepare a place for you that where I am, you may be also. But the prerequisite for getting there was getting to know him down here. You First things first, you've got to know me. How can you knock on my door, expect to get into my house, and I don't even know who you are? Hallelujah. I don't know you. You're crazy if you let somebody in your house and you don't even know who I've never seen you. I don't even know. who. Even an acquaintance can't get up in my house. I have to know you. I have to be able to trust you. I need to know that when I leave the room, you're not going to search through my refrigerator and look all through my stuff. I need to know who you are. So the only way to eternal life is through a relationship with him. And we need to hear this this morning because there's a whole lot of folks saying, I know Jesus. I know him. I know him. But you won't spend time with him. Paul tells Timothy in his Epistle, he says, for there is one God, one mediator between God and men, the man, Jesus Christ, who gave himself ransom for all to be testified in due time. So, everyone that I read from in the scriptures is indicating that if I'm really going to enjoy a life eternal, I have to really concentrate on my relationship with Jesus while I'm here. I can't treat it haphazardly. I can't play games with my relationship. I have to spend time. I have to study him. I have to learn his ways. I can't just slip up on this thing. I have to do it on purpose. I have to pray on purpose. Hallelujah. I have to fast on purpose. I have to live for him on purpose. I have to be determined to get closer to him. Whatever it takes, I need to know him more and more. I don't want to be the kind of saint that just gets up and talks about him and don't really know who he is. I need to know who he is for real. It is this living relationship that Paul had in mind when he writes to the Philippian church and he said these powerful words that I may know him. Look at somebody say that I may know him. <clears throat> yes and understand because Paul frequently had to deal with situations among congregations that he served as pastors where they were stuck on who they knew in the building. 
Yeah, they were bragging on one occasion, and their bragging brought division in the church because they were using who baptized them as a way to say we're better than you are. I know this one. I know Apollos. He he baptized me. I know Bishop so-and-so. And, and Paul was saying, some of y'all has lost your mind because none of the people you're bragging about saved your soul. None of the people you're trying to get close to and say you know, hallelujah, had anything to do with washing the sins away from your life. That's why I'm glad I didn't baptize any of you because you would be stuck on who your pastor is or what church you go to. But you need to concern yourself with your relationship with Jesus. And it is true. It's a sad commentary, but some of you know each other better than you know Jesus. You know your friends better than you know Jesus talk to your friends more than you talk to Jesus and everything you have here will have to eventually come to an end. The only thing that you have that can never die is your relationship with Jesus. If you're really saved, you have that forever. Touch somebody and say, it's forever. It's forever. It's forever. So the apostle writes to the church of Philippi, and he's writing from prison. He, he was so highly determined to have this relationship with Jesus until it would not matter where he was or what he was going through. He would still continue doing what his Savior called him to do. His relationship was not sometime. He did not do what he was called to do only when he felt good or only when things were going well in his life. He was determined to serve his master. I'll do it no matter what's going on in my life. I'm going to do this because I love him and I need to get closer to my Savior. Tell somebody I need to get closer to my Savior. So uh, he's writing from prison. He's not writing from the comforts of his home. He is not writing in some, from some resort in a hotel room. He is writing from a Roman jail. And his life is in jeopardy, but he takes time to encourage the hearts of those who need a word from their pastor first thing he would do would be to thank them for their gifts and generosity in support of his ministry. I want to thank you for all that you've done. I want to thank you for helping me make it through my difficult times. But I want you to understand those of you who are upset about my condition and my situation that, hallelujah, I am not their prisoner. I am a prisoner of the Lord Jesus Christ, which simply meant I commit my entire life to the will of my Father, even if I have to go through some things that make me feel feel uncomfortable. I'm willing to do it to please my God. And I want to thank you for your help. But I need you to understand that even if you were not able to help me along the way, Jesus is my source. Tell somebody in the house, Jesus is my source. <laughs> 
Sometimes you have to let people know that because, uh, hallelujah, every now and then people will nudge you and say, listen, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have what you have. And they act as though God didn't use them to give it to you. If they really told you the truth, they would tell you that they gave it to you, but they really didn't want you to have it. Hallelujah. And had it not been for the God that you serve, hallelujah, they wouldn't have reached in their pocket and blessed you the way that they blessed you. People don't want to tell you the truth. They want to tell you part of the story. But if they really wanted you to know, I had it, I needed it for myself, but the Lord dealt with me and told me to put it in your hand. Paul remembered that this is why he taught them, hallelujah, pressed down, shaken together. He'll give it back to you in good measure. He'll even send men in your direction to give into your bosom. Look at somebody, tell them God takes good care of me. Hallelujah, there were days when God even used my enemies to bless me. Hallelujah. He said, I want to thank you for your support. And he would write also to assure them, rather, of the triumph of God's purpose in his predicament. In other words, I don't want you to lose faith because of what you see me going through. God has a purpose for my problem. As a matter of fact, the purpose is greater than the problem. I need you to help me preach and tap three people and tell them the purpose is greater than the problem. Yes, because, and you need to remember that because people will make you rehearse the problem over, especially church folk. They'll call you, hallelujah, and say, child, I heard about what happened to you. What happened to you? Now think about what I just said. I heard about what happened. Tell me what happened, baby. If you heard what happened, why do you need me to tell you? Church folk, hallelujah, they are expert at making you repeat the problem. But the next time you get on the phone with them, tell them what the preacher said. My purpose is greater than the problem. Now, if you want to discuss the purpose, we can talk about that all night long. But I refuse to rehearse my pain, my discomfort with you. I'd rather take it to Jesus. He, he understands. He is a, a high priest that can be touched with the feelings of my infirmities. And I hear that song, just tell Jesus all of your troubles. Hallelujah. Put your arms around somebody and tell them I don't mean no harm, but I'd rather tell Jesus my troubles. But I'll talk to you about my purpose. Hallelujah. He's going to make a way somehow. There, there's a blessing in here somewhere. There, yeah, there's deliverance in here somewhere. And I'm not going to complain about the problem because I'm leaning on the purpose. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or think. And all things will work together for the good of them that love the Lord and those who are called according
according to his purpose. How five people will say purpose, purpose. Oh, hallelujah. So uh, he speaks to them. I want to assure you. Hallelujah. Because some of y'all are spoken right now. How he going to be the pastor? And he's sitting in jail. Hallelujah. With that orange jacket on. How, how he going to be the pastor? Writing letters from jail. We, we need somebody that can stand in the pulpit and, uh, and make a shout a while. But uh, Paul would defend himself. And uh, he would assure them that my struggle does not define who I am. It sharpens me. It, it embellishes me deeper into the strength of my God. But I am not defined by, by the bars that are in front of me. I am not defined, hallelujah, by the burden that is resting on my shoulders. Hallelujah. Touch your neighbor. Tell him my problem is not who I am. God is going to use my problem to make me who he wants me to be. I am not broke just because I'm struggling with my finance. That's not who I am. Listen, when you say I am sick, I am broke, I am discouraged, you are definitely saying in the atmosphere, this is who I am. Hallelujah. But touch somebody and say, I I am not broke. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am not discouraged. I am a child of God. I am not sick. I am healed by the stripes that were laid on my Savior's back. I am not bound. Hallelujah. Because he whom the Son has set free free is free indeed hallelujah and you need to understand if you don't by now if you know who he is you'll know who you are touch your neighbor say if you know who he is then you'll know who you are hallelujah say it one more time and say it with a smile if you know who Jesus is you'll know who you are you, you wouldn't be sitting up in here like you don't know who your daddy is you wouldn't be sitting up in here waiting for somebody to praise God while you're just sitting there I know my redeemer lives and I, I know I'm blessed because uh, he is my blesser. I know who he is. And uh, because I know him, I know who I am. I am whoever he says I am. Say it with me. I am whoever he says I am. Put your hands together. Give Jesus hallelujah so uh, he would teach them concerning uh, purpose you may not know why I'm going through but Jesus knows uh, and he knows what he's trying to pull out of me uh, and he knows what he's trying to put in me uh, hallelujah so don't waste your time uh, even gossiping about my plight uh, 
Don't waste your time discussing my dilemma because he knows the way that I take. And after he has, oh, I feel like preaching. After he has tried me, I shall come forth. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and set the record straight. Look at him as a neighbor. Don't you waste any more time talking about what I'm dealing with. Hallelujah. You better seek God for yourself and get to know who he is for yourself. Some of you don't know God because you're lost in somebody else's business. Lost in somebody else's pain. You better learn him for yourself. Spend years talking about people on the altar when you need to lay on your face and say it's not my mother. It's not my father. But it's me Lord. I'm messed up. It's me Lord. I need a change. It's me Lord. So Paul said, don't backslide behind my problem. It's between me and Jesus. Hallelujah. Tell somebody next to you, my problems are between me and Jesus. So then the pastor would spend the rest of his time exhorting them to press on to know the Lord. I want you to get him to know, hallelujah, you and you to get to know him for yourself. You see, because what I'm dealing with has been designed for me. And the purpose is to get me to know him better. Hallelujah. To know him in a different way. To know him closer now than I did when I first received him into my life. I know things about him today that I didn't know about him a few years ago. And nobody told me. It's nothing that I read in a book. I know him because of what I've been through. I know him more. Touch your neighbor and say, I know Jesus. What does the pastor mean when he says to know Jesus? He's meaning this. The reason why I know him is because I met him in my experience of conversion. I was a sinner and he brought me out of sin into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. I didn't know him as a savior but I brought him my filthy garment and he gave me a robe of pure white. I've been converted. My life has been changed. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Touch your neighbor say, my life has been changed. 
years spent in vanity and pride knowing that my Lord was crucified but I didn't know it was for me he died at Calvary but now that I know I can see that crimson stream of blood I was filthy but he laid me at the cross and he washed me and I looked at my hands and they looked new I looked at my feet and they did too he didn't just wash me but he filled me with his power high five three people and tell them I know I've been changed thank you Father but he converted me but that was only the beginning I know I just bursted some of your bubbles hallelujah but when you got the Holy Ghost that was just the beginning that somebody tell him he saved me but that was just the beginning that started a relationship that's not supposed to end I'm supposed to be his lover he's supposed to be my lover forever a love that never dies a relationship that never dies he's holding me in his arms right now tell your neighbor he's holding me in his arms right now oh the joy that came to me when I knew that I was free when my savior found me put his arms all around me oh the joy tell your neighbor he's holding me right now when I woke up this morning he was holding me while I'm walking through the day he's holding me and when I lay down at night he's holding me Paul said you gotta learn how to hold him back you gotta have a relationship hallelujah and if any man be in Christ he is a new creature thank you Father. so he said I want to push you to get to know him better I don't want you to spend your life in church and all you know is the order of service but you don't know the order of the body you don't know who the head is you don't know who hallelujah the Godhead is you don't know that in him is the fullness of the Godhead you don't know that he's able to keep you cause you won't let him handle your life the only time you want to feel him is when you're in church hallelujah but Paul said you gotta walk with him even when you're not in church thank you Lord so he begins to give a list of things that he accomplished by the time he gets in chapter 3 he said listen it's easy for us to slip into our flesh after we've been in church for a while 
and act like we did it ourselves and start getting cute in the sanctuary looking around and somebody's got to beg you to say Lord I thank you because you've arrived now you got a new car and a a bigger house you've been to school and you got some degrees on the wall and you're crossing your legs and you're treating Jesus like you're better than he is he was despised and rejected of men and everybody needs seems to love you and you're sitting in God's house crossing your legs and Paul said let me tell you something hallelujah I can sit here and be comforted in my flesh just like any other man thinking I can trust my flesh more I was circumcised on the eighth day and I'm of the higher echelon of Israel I'm of the seed of Benjamin I'm a Hebrew of the Hebrews I got an American Express card I got carte blanche everywhere I go somebody knows my name hallelujah but I've been dirty too touch your neighbor tell him the truth tell him I'm clean now but I've been filthy I was dirty I comes from somewhere oh I smell good now I'm Hickamasian now hallelujah but there was a day when I was filthy I had filthy hands I had filthy feet I had a filthy mouth and I had steel I was a good sinner anybody in here know what I'm talking about go tell somebody don't get it twisted I was a good sinner some of y'all come to church and act like you was born with the Holy Ghost but I was a good sinner tell your neighbor I was a good sinner I had zeal I was early for the party and I stayed late after the party hallelujah I could drink anybody under the table yes I I was a good sinner thank you Paul said I had zeal I persecuted those who wanted to live holy and I thought I was doing good hallelujah but it changed my life and I've been in love with him ever since shake your neighbor's hand and send neighbor ever since he turned me around I've been in love with him I love him from the bottom of my heart I love him to the depths of my soul you don't know what it what it brought me through 
You don't know the hole he had to dig me out of. You don't know the filth he had to wash off me. Shake somebody's hand and tell them if you only knew. That's why I love him so much. I was dirtier than dirt, but he washed me. He brought me out of the miry clay. Hallelujah. He set my foot on the rock and he established my goings. Thank you, Lord. But it didn't stop there. I'm still getting to know Jesus. Put your arms around somebody and tell him I'm still getting to know who he is. Thank you, Lord. But he said, whatever I gained in the world, I counted loss for Christ. I'll give it all up. You can have my degree. You can take my car. You can have my money. I'd rather have Jesus. You can have this whole wide world. But I take Jesus. I find three people and say, but I'll take Jesus. He's the lover of my soul. Can nobody do me like Jesus can? He said, I count it all for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus. In other words, the thing that means the most to me is how well I know Jesus. It means more to me than my money. It means more to me than my house is how well I know Jesus. Shake somebody's hand and tell them that matters most. That means the most to me is how well I know Jesus. Come on and testify to somebody else and tell them to neighbor I love you and it's well knowing you but it's better for me to know who Jesus is. You can't help me when the hellhounds are raging and the devil is in my house trying to kill my household. I need to know Jesus. You can't help me when I'm laying in my deathbed. Hallelujah. I need to know Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He said, I'll suffer loss of all things. He said, I'll suffer loss of all things. And I'll count it all dung that I may win Christ. Hallelujah. If I have a choice of that over there and Jesus, I'm going to push that away and pull Jesus. I need him in my life. I need him in my mind. Hey, Lord, I need him 
in my body. I need him in my home. I need him on my job. I need him in the car with me while I'm driving down the street. I need him when I'm on my knees saying I'm a father. I need him to get access into the holies of holies. I need him to get into the heavenlies. I need him to lift my burden. I need him to open doors. I need him to regulate my mind. I need him. I need him to fix my heart. I need him to save my children. I need him to deliver my soul. I need him to make ways out of no way. I need him to be my supply. I need him to be the lifter of my head. I need him. 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 Say yeah. Say yeah. Go tell three people in the house. I don't know about you, but I need him. And I'd rather have Jesus. Hey, and silver and gold. And I'd rather be found in him. Not having my own righteousness. Because of the law. But that which is through the faith of Christ in righteousness, which is of God by faith. I don't even want to be in church if I'm without Jesus. I don't want to go through the motions. I want him in my life for real. Hallelujah. Look over at somebody. That's a neighbor. I want you to know that I have no intention on playing church. I plan to live forever. Jesus in me. Hip to hip. Arm to arm. Jesus in me. Hallelujah. I five your neighbor. Say Jesus in me. We got a thing going on. He's everything to me. He's my mama. He's my father. He's my sister. He's my brother. He's my doctor. Yes, he is. If they say, Paul, you're talking good, Paul, but you're sitting in jail bragging about your relationship with Jesus. Look over and testify and say, neighbor, even when I'm in a bad place, I can still have a good relationship. 
relationship with Jesus. As a matter of fact, the fact that he brought me here means that he trusts me enough to know that I will bless him at all times. Can he trust me in a bad situation to lift up my voice and say, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Ask your neighbor. Tell him, I want to know who I'm sitting with. I want to know if Jesus can trust you in that bad situation. You won't praise him because it's bad. You won't sing because you don't like what's going on. But you need to lift your voice and say, no matter where I am, I'm going to praise the name of my God. From the name of the Lord is a strong tower. I feel like preaching in this house. Hey, Lord. What I'm going through right now. Hallelujah. God is trying to bring me closer to him. And I welcome that. I'm getting ready to know him. Hallelujah. In a deeper way. How many of you are going through something right now? God told me to tell you. You're getting ready to know him. On a higher level. Hey Lord. Paul said that. I may know him. And the power. Of his resurrection. And the fellowship. Of his suffering. Being made. Conformable. To his death. Listen to what he says. He says. That I may know him. And the power. Of his resurrection. That means. Paul said I'm going to pursue him. Even when I'm feeling bad. I'm going to chase after him. I'm not going to give up. In this mess. I'm going to reach. For the mark. I'm going to chase after him. Hallelujah. Every New Testament church. Was repeatedly told. That we are called to live. In the power. Of a risen life. Let that sit in your spirit. Tap somebody on the shoulder. And say neighbor. I'm living. In the power. Of a risen life. Hey God. I'm living in him. And he ain't dead. He's risen. So everything I do. It's done on another level. I'm walking. In power. Of a risen life. I'm singing. With power. Of a risen life. 
And because of this, I'm not going to let my problem push me back into sin. That's why Paul wrote these words. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin? That grace may abound. God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer? Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus, were baptized into his death. We were buried with him by baptism. But like Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we also walk in the newness of life. So to know Jesus in the power of his resurrection means that I'm living also in the light and I'm walking away from the darkness. Are you with me in here? We'll dance in a few minutes. He said the night is far spent and the day is at hand. Let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting, not in drunkenness, not in chambering, or wantonness, not in strife and envy, but put ye on the Lord Jesus and make no provision for the flesh. Thank you, Lord. This is where Paul is. He said, even though I'm in trouble, the trouble is not troubling me because I know Jesus and when I get through going through I'll know him greater who am I talking to in here put your arms around somebody and say neighbor I know Jesus but when I come out of this I'll know him greater come on in testify tell him that's why I won't panic while I'm going through that's why I won't give up while I'm going through cause I know that is able to keep me from falling that's why I won't lose my mind cause he told me he would keep me in perfect peace if I keep my mind stayed on him hallelujah I'm getting ready to know him better shake your neighbor's hand and say I know Jesus but I'm getting ready to know him better say yeah say yeah say yeah say yeah say yeah
Pentecost that I may know him. I'm going to stop. But he says, you all 